Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastically great episode of Finding Your Frequency. My name is Ryan Treasure, and man, do we have a great episode for you guys today. A lot of times we talk about business and life and and how people found their frequency, and we're gonna continue that discussion today as well. But one thing I wanna remind everybody, if, if you're not looking out for your health, if you're not looking out for your well-being, it's hard to do business if you can't get up, get around, and, and do the things that you need to do physically to have a successful business. So we wanna talk about health and wellness and a little bit of that, and today uh, we're joined by a special guest, author uh, of a fantastic book who talks about heart health, and we're gonna talk to Dr. Shah. Uh, in the absence of good and trustworthy information, a lot of patients are guided mostly by gut reaction and instincts when they're diagnosed with heart disease. And that's what we're going to talk about today, heart disease. It's the number one killer of people here in the United States. And the one thing that is most important to keep healthy is your ticker, right? The thing that pumps your blood and all of that. So I want to welcome Dr. Shah to Finding Your Frequency. Dr. Shah, welcome. Thank you, Ryan. We appreciate you taking time out to uh, join us. I know you're a cardiologist and heart rhythm specialist serving diverse patients and groups in rural and suburban and inner city settings. Uh, and you're a board certified internal medicine and cardiology, uh, cardiac uh, electrophysiology and nuclear cardiology, which is really cool. So we'll definitely get into some of that kind of stuff. But uh, before we get too far uh, uh, into the radio show, it's uh, finding your frequency. So we'd like to know, Dr. Dr. Shah, how did you find your frequency in life and decide that you needed to make a passion for heart health? So, uh, when I was 12 years old, I was sitting uh, outside of the ICU where my grandfather was admitted in the ICU. And he was recovering and he was coming along well. Uh, I was asked to sit outside and do my homework. While I was doing that, one of the doctors come, walks along and, and he says, what are you reading? And I said, oh, this is my science homework. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And just looking at him, I said, you know, I want to be a doctor. And he said, that would be a great idea. And he walked away. And that small interaction stuck with me that I told him and I told myself, I want to be a doctor. And so from that point on, it was stuck in my head that that's what I wanted to be. And so I became a doctor and then I decided to learn a little bit more about research. And opportunities in India where I did my medical school were very limited. So I decided to come to the US and learn about research methods and statistics and all that kind of stuff. 
after i learned that for 2 years I'm like okay i need to go back to more training in medicine and bring all of this together so then i decided to go through further training in internal medicine and when i was doing that i really had a great teacher who brought out the flavor of cardiology and heart disease to me so i decided to specialize in that and eventually over time after training at different places including harvard medical school getting a bunch of different board certifications that you mentioned i have now combined all of that training my training in medical school and in cardiology as well as my training in statistics and research and help patients navigate the maze of heart care not only do i enjoy taking care of patients uh, on an individual basis but over time i realized that i am able to explain to the patients in very simple language what we have found through research methods and what applies to them what doesn't apply to them i realized that i'm able to explain things to them in simple terms that they understand and once patients understand they're able to make decisions which are right for them they're able to make individualized decisions that work for them and not a protocol based decisions and so that brought me to writing this book so that i can reach wider audience who can understand the language of cardiology in simple terms and then adopt it in their own lives so that is what brought me to this path uh thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, let you know in a slow and winded manner yeah i re- i really appreciate that uh, i think a lot of times when people go to see a doctor for anything uh you you always get inundated with a lot of medical terminology that the regular standard person doesn't understand um and yeah there are certain protocols that doctors follow kind of like if this then that kind of scenario and a lot of people don't quite understand the reasonings why they don't understand the medical terms and i think it's really important to have a healthcare provider that has the ability to give the factual information in a manner that someone can easily digest and then make an informed decision that's best for them that's not just based off of if this then that so i appreciate your approach uh from a, a patient perspective because uh i think that really shows that you have a caring understanding way about you and and the care of your patients seems to be what you put first rather than what i call the practice of medicine right and and that's one thing that i think a lot of people forget is um that's why they call it the practice of medicine because it's not the fact of medicine and so not all things work for every person correct absolutely you nailed it ryan so <clears throat> this uh, uh what i want to bring out to everyone is that you have to be a part of the healthcare team you have to co-lead the healthcare team for yourself along with your doctor 
And for you to be able to do that, you have to understand all the information. Uh, and when you go to the doctor, you have to go with a little bit of preparation, but also be willing to tell the doctor that you don't understand what he's talking about. And would he please explain it again to you in language that you understand? That way, you are not getting a protocol based or if this, then this kind of um, medicine. What you get is an individualized medicine. What you get is a personalized medicine that is right for you. And once you get that, your anxiety level about interaction with the healthcare system will be much, much lower. My observation has been that once I sit down and explain to the patients what is needed, why it is needed, what happens if they get this test done, what happens if they choose not to get the test done and all of that, they feel much more empowered. And if anything, it relieves their anxiety. A lot of them cry because of the relief, because of the joy that they are in control. And after seeing this happening patient after patient, year after year, I've decided to write this book to bring this message to a wider audience. And that is what my message is about. This is what the book Heart Health is about. Yeah, and I think it's extremely important that everybody uh, understands the significance of heart health. I mean, your heart is the it is the it is the the powerhouse behind your circulatory system. It circulates all of the blood throughout your body. It it moves the blood through the lungs so it can transpose the oxygen intake and all of those things. And having a healthy heart is probably the most important part of uh, somebody's physiology and why uh, every time I talk to healthcare professionals, they're always, you know, stating the importance of uh, cardio workouts and, and getting your heart rate up for significant amounts of time over, you know, weightlifting or those types of things from a healthy perspective. Can you draw a little bit on that and the importance of heart health and maybe a couple of tips and tricks for people to keep up on that that don't take them a hundred hours a week yes absolutely so you or somebody you know is suffering from heart disease one out of 13 people in America have a heart condition if you look at patients about the age of 65 one out of four have some kind of heart condition and so it is very important to try and prevent heart disease and 90% of the work 90% of the impact of heart condition can be worked upon at home 90% of the prevention happens at home and so what are the steps for prevention purposes I would say think of it as a two-story building so to get to the first level, you have to climb three stairs. Number one, quit smoking. Number two, exercise about 150 minutes a week. That's 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Uh, exercise 150 minutes a week. And number three, eat a healthy diet in moderation. 
if you, you do those three things, you've reached level one of taking care of your heart condition. You've already done 50 to 60% of what the world has to offer. Once you've achieved this, then you go to the next level, which is managing your blood pressure and managing your blood glucose. If you take those two steps, you're on to level two, and you have done about 80-90% of what is required for preventing heart condition. So if, those are the key elements. So let's go over it again. Quit smoking. Exercise 30 minutes a day for five days a week. And heart healthy diet. After you've done those three, control uh, regularly check your blood pressure and have it in the normal range less than 140 over 90 and control your blood glucose now, those are the steps you can take at home and if you do this the rest of tests and treatments may not even be necessary for you well those are definitely good good tips and uh, you know, I, I, I try to get out and uh, exercise for half an hour every morning with uh, I take the dog for a walk and we run in the field and play catch. And, you know, some of those kind of things get a little bit of exercise. And so that's good. What When you talk about a, a heart healthy diet, um, you know, what what is a heart healthy diet? Uh, staying away from like meat or uh, what? Correct. what? So, uh, Mediterranean diet, what has been dubbed as Mediterranean diet, is probably the best uh, example of heart healthy diet. And Mediterranean diet has been proven uh, to benefit tremendously. And what does it contain? It. Uh, so when you're looking at uh, Mediterranean diet, you think about consumption of vegetables, fruits, whole grains, moderate amount of dairy products such as cheese and milk, weekly intakes of fish, beans and eggs, and very limited quantity of red meat that constitutes a healthy Mediterranean diet. So mostly vegetables, fruits, whole grains, a little bit of fish, little cheese and cream and dairy, and limited red meat. That is what the Mediterranean diet consists of. So Dr. Shah, I'm a, I'm a typical American when it comes to some diet. Um, I do, I do know what the Mediterranean diet is. I had gone to my doctor and my doctor had suggested I had some heartburn issues that were happening with acid reflux and some things like that. And he had mentioned that uh, just simply switching diet over to Mediterranean should be able to help me with that. And so we've been, you know, doing some like Greek penne pasta and chicken uh, stuff that we've been making at home. And uh, my wife has been making a, a, a nice mixture of tomatoes, um, onions, olives uh, mixed in a balsamic kind of dressing, which I've been I've been enjoying. But I got to be honest, is it OK if I at least have one cheeseburger a week? Right, so a limited amount of red meat. So if you have once a week, that is good. But if it becomes a daily part of your uh, diet, daily you're having one cheeseburger, <laughs> that will 
impact you in the long term. But once a week uh, should be fine. So I want to I want to just give the listeners a little bit of insight. One of one of my favorite things from a Mediterranean diet is pasta fagioli and a salad. Um, you know, it's a traditional kind of Italian soup. Um, and and man, is it really good and it's healthy and it's got a lot of vegetables in it. Uh, uh, and so definitely, if you guys are kind of looking for a place to start, pasta fagioli is a great place to start from a Mediterranean perspective. And then um, there's a few recipes that you can find uh, online just doing a Google search for uh, Mediterranean diets and man I mean there are there are quite a few things uh, you know there's the, uh, a lot of hummus pieces and stuff that you could eat and you know uh, avocado and tuna tapas and uh, a lot of different dishes that uh, are very wonderful in the Mediterranean uh, instance and there's even uh, there's even Mediterranean pizza uh, and I like to order those from Papa John's and I'm not affiliated with Papa John's at all but they have a, a gluten free crusted Mediterranean pizza that is absolutely wonderful it's a bit expensive but uh, if, you, if you're looking for something that you can order that's healthy that's a great place I don't know if you've had one of those pizzas Dr. Shaw but they are loaded with a lot of vegetables <laughs> yes I have and I enjoy them myself Awesome. Well, let's uh, shift a few gears here and talk about the the book that you have. You have this uh, new book that's out called Heart Health. Uh, when has this book been published and where can people find the copies of it? Uh, so the book uh, was released on August 26th of this year. Uh, so it has been out only uh, for about a month and a half. And you can find it at any place online where books are being sold. Amazon.com, Barnes & Nobles, BN.com, Books A Million. Uh, it is available at any of those places. Uh, on Barnes & Nobles website, you can find uh, a few initial chapters. You can even go to my website, jshawmd.com and get samplings of a couple of uh, chapters and see if the, this book and its style interests you. Uh, then you can click on a link from there and get to Amazon.com. So pretty much anywhere where books are being sold, or if you want to get a sampler, jshahmd.com, uh, and go to uh, the page about my book and you'll get a couple of sample stories from the book. Oh, that's wonderful. And for the listeners who are listening, you know, the uh, the episode that was uh, preceding this particular episode, we we talked about diabetes and diabetic care and how people can, uh, you know, make sure that they don't fall into the type two diabetes section and watching your uh, watching your blood glucose is the thing you need to watch uh, in order to uh, stay away from uh, another killer, which is dia diabetes, right? Yes, absolutely. And heart disease and diabetes go hand in hand. If you have diabetes type 2 uh, or type 1 for that matter, and your blood glucose is not under control, heart disease is waiting to happen. So controlling your blood glucose is one of the ways of controlling heart disease. And that is why it is one of the five steps that I talked about earlier on. Well, that's wonderful. I want to give you a, a big thank you for joining us today on Finding Your Frequency and telling us a little bit about your story and why heart health is so important. Uh, and, and thank you. Again, where can people find the book? Uh, on Amazon.com, 
barnesandnobles.com, booksamillion.com, any of those bookstores has my book. Wonderful. Where this is uh, Dr. Jay Shah, MD, cardiologist, health specialist, and Definitely appreciate your time. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And don't forget, keep that heart healthy to keep you happy. Right here on Voice America, stay tuned for the next episode of Finding Your Frequency. And a big thanks to Dr. Shah for joining us today.